Five on the floor, it's Van Exel, Byron Scott, Eldon Campbell back on the floor with Rooks, and Kobe Bryant making his first appearance in Madison Square Garden. 18 years of age, and he'll go to the free throw line. Now, let's give you some perspective. This is the third game of the season. A year ago at this time, in his third game for Lower Marion High School, Kobe Bryant was leading the Lower Marion Aces to victory over Haverford High School. There is his first point in the NBA. And it comes at the age of 18 years, two months, and a couple of days. Not a bad arena to score it either. Can you imagine what he thought when he walked in here? Oh, man. Uh, it wasn't that intimidating. Because right. basketball is basketball. Uh, when I look at that, I say, you know, basketball has no age limit. But that's what you live life for. You live your life to, to prove yourself day in and day out, new challenges. And I really look forward to that challenge. I had to prove myself to my teammates first and foremost. Uh, and that's what my main focus then. You know, now, you know, time flies, and here I am this year. What do you think was the highlight of your career? To, to to always keep going, always. You know, there's, there's been times, particularly early in my career, where it just feels like this is the end. Um, but what I've come to find out is that, you know, no matter what happens, the storm eventually ends. And when the storm does end, you want to make sure that you're ready. And so I've really learned to put one foot in front of the other, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, because eventually that storm passes. With half a minute to play, Bryant for the lead! not the destination it's the journey and if you guys if you guys can understand that then what you'll see happen is that you won't accomplish your dreams your dreams won't come true um, something greater will Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jay Rosales of That's a Rap Podcast. Um, we're doing things a bit differently this time, and I believe Jason and Dre will probably say the same. But, you know, in light of the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant, we thought we'd do things a bit differently. And we each took time to do our own personal recordings, and our producer extraordinaire Jason is going to put everything together for you. Um, so yeah, here's my part in the whole thing. And I, I, I will start off by saying that 
um, th- this news is very, very tragic. It's it's one of those things where you you know exactly where you were when it happened. You knew, you know, what you were doing and what you were feeling at the time. But you also don't know what happened for the rest of the day, right? I mean, I, I can't help but compare this to... 9-11. Like, I know exactly where I was when I found out. I knew it happened when, you know, I turned on the TV and started catching up on the news. But the rest of the day is mostly a blur. But I do remember it feeling surreal, like it was a dream or a nightmare, I guess you could say. And that's exactly what this was. And we're, we're forever going to remember Sunday, January the 26th, 2020. But it's a lot more than that. I mean, this is a discussion about Kobe Bryant, um, someone who, you know, if you ask anyone who was close to me, they all knew and they all said the same thing. I and mean, I'm, you, you could classify me as a Kobe hater and, you know, someone who didn't like the way he played. I thought he tried to mimic Michael Jordan. I thought, you know, find your own style. I thought he rode Shaq's coattails to championships and took credit for it. All these things. But here's the thing. When, when someone passes away, um, you, you start to reflect on their life. And I realized that I was being a hypocrite. You know, I, I, a Raptors fan for, you know, for as long as the Raptors have existed, have appreciated the, the players on the Raptors who have made significant changes. Think about Norm Powell this year, how he's turned around into an actually consistent guy off the bench think about Kyle Lowry whenever we think about playoff Kyle we think about how you know playoff Kyle was was such a negative connotation but now it's nothing but a positive these guys can change and I was blinded by the fact that Kobe himself changed when whether it we we think about um because I can't help but think about his flaws whether it was the sexual assault uh case in Eagle, Colorado, or the time he he threw out a homophobic slur um, at a referee. Um, What I was blinded to was the fact that he has changed. He did change, and I didn't even pay attention to that. You know, again, referencing that Eagle, Colorado incident, um, he's turned around and, you know what's trending now? Girl dad. That's right. He is a father of four girls, and, you know, he even said that he would be happy to be a father to many, many more girls because that's what he is. He's a girl dad. And I can't help but relate because I'm also a girl dad. (laughs) And then when it comes to the homophobic slur, he was someone who stepped up and called out a fan who said um, the term gay and said that's something you got to take out of your vocabulary. And he was totally, um, I guess, forgiven and taken back um, in and appreciated by the LGBTQ community. Um, but it goes way beyond that even. He's someone who um, lived a full life. And that's something that I think not many people can say at the age of 41, right? He, What do we expect out of our stars? We expect them to be um, to excel at what they do. We expect them to reach their potential. We expect them to never give up, to win. And that's everything that Kobe was able to do. That's exactly what he did. So what is there to really hate on? Who cares how he got there? Who cares that he was trying to mimic Michael Jordan or whatever? 
He went about it his way and achieved the highest of highs. And to top it all off, he tried to share that with all of us. He opened up the Mama Sports Academy. He's been uh, very active in um, trying to teach fans, whether it's his, um, I believe it's called Detail, where he breaks down some film for the general audience, or it's even the one-on-one summer camps that he would have and inviting NBA players to teach them how to become better players. So I don't know about you, but that sounds to me like someone who reached his potential and shared it with others. And that's just a small portion of the contribution he's made um, to the world. Um, and so I I grieve like you, and I send out my condolences to Vanessa and their three daughters. Um, and I urge all of you to take this time to also realize the change that has happened in in your life and in others and realize that um, life is precious, right? And it sounds very cliche, but we should cherish every moment and every second because we know Kobe did. And I think we owe it to him to kind of do that ourselves and hug a loved one, call up a friend you have, you fought with a long time ago, make amends because you never know when it's our time. Uh, I will end with this is that, you know, Kobe had quite the illustrious career. And after 20 seasons of buzzer beaters against all of our favorite teams, I thought after he retired that he was done taking our breath away and done breaking our hearts. I was wrong. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Hey, that's a wrap, listeners. It's your boy, Dre. And obviously, we are all heartbroken by the passing of my my selection of the GOAT, the greatest of all time, Kobe Bryant, and his and his daughter, Gianna Bryant, who was obviously going to dominate the world just like her father and mother did. And this is the saddest day I've ever experienced as as a basketball fan of the near 30 years that I've spent watching the sport. For as long as I can remember when I was a kid, Kobe Bryant was this player that everybody talked about, even when he was just a rookie. And as somebody whose favorite number was eight and who was often teased for loving the color purple, I was still envious of somebody like Kobe Bryant as a Raptors fan, as a, such, as a kid, because we didn't have somebody like this or a team like the Lakers of the early 2000s that were just kicking the butts of everybody. And, you know, when you're a kid, you just want your team to win. But the more I grew to love basketball as a sport as opposed to just one team, the more I realized who Kobe Bryant was and I fell in love with his his gameplay and with what he brought to the sport and the way he was able to dominate games and just the lives of fans to the point that you would throw your garbage away and shout Kobe. It Kobe became synonymous with excellence 
with determination, with prestige, with that viper mentality or the mamba mentality, I guess is more fitting. And even when he was finished playing the sport, he vowed to educate people not just on why basketball is a great sport, but on why he personally, through his eyes, loved the sport. Whether it was through television shows, educating aspiring basketball players on what good plays are, down to his Academy Award-winning short, Dear Basketball, where he worked with the right people just to bring his final words of the sport to life. Down to his children's books, he never gave up on trying to share his passion for the sport. But when he was actually still playing, damn was he, in my opinion, the best. I mean, as a Raptors fan, there was a time when our greatest memory was him dropping 81 points on us and reaching the second spot for the highest amount of points in one game by one person. Which you can't even achieve that in NBA 2K if you tried. You would have to do a lot of settings adjustments to reach that with one player in that in that game. But this was real life. And a guy whose body was breaking down and had to call it quits. He dropped 60 in his last game when he was asked to drop 50 by Shaquille O'Neal. I know I've said it a few times, but when everybody brings up who the GOAT is, the greatest of all time, Michael Jordan or LeBron James, my answer was always Kobe Bryant. It's probably a bias because that's who I grew up with as a kid until I was an adult. He took up 20 years of my life as a basketball fan, and I went from hating the guy because he was just unstoppable to being so in love with his game and who he was as a player because he just was, to me, the greatest. And I just can't believe that such a life that was experiencing a second wind with so many years of sharing basketball, that got cut short. But I'm even more heartbroken by the the loss of his daughter, Gianna, who was only 13 and still had so many years ahead. So as number eight or 24, purple or gold, player or not player, down to the next generation he was bringing up with his family, I I don't know what else to say about Kobe and Gianna Bryant. This is the saddest day as a basketball fan I've ever experienced. I I'm I'm gonna have to cut it short now because I can't hold it any longer. I'm gonna probably break out into tears again. Stay close to your loved ones. And my condolences to the Bryant family, all of the NBA, the Lakers organization. We lost a good one today, guys. We really did. Hey, guys. Uh, This is Jason from That's a Wrap. Um, If you've been listening through this episode, you can tell that it's been a pretty hard uh, time for myself, Jay, and Dre, and I'm sure it's been quite a hard time for you guys and girls and the NBA community and the world. Uh, It's... We lost a 
a uh, an icon in Kobe Bryant. We lost an angel in in Gigi, and we lost sons and daughters and mothers and fathers. And it's never a great time to talk about loss. Um, but it is a good time to get a chance to speak your mind and speak from the heart and let things go, especially on uh, days like today where, for me, it is Bell Let's Talk Day. Um, so here we go. Uh, I'm not sure why this has hit me so hard. Uh, I can understand. I've always been trying to be understandable of why when celebrities or famous uh, athletes uh, pass away and it affects so many people. Uh, I, I keep on thinking back about when Aliyah passed away in a plane crash and my sister, who is five years older than I am, she she was devastated and she was crying and at the age that I am, I was very confused why, why she was so sad, um, why she was crying, my sister that is, and I could never understood because she, Aliyah, we never knew her, um, but now... Now I get it. I never knew Kobe Bryant, Jay and Dre. Uh, we never knew him. He was an icon that we idolized thousands and thousands of miles away. But it hit us so hard because I feel like we've got to watch this kid grow into a man. And I was so interested in this man that um, had such a such a powerful career from start to finish and you can kind of see how his careers were in different stages where in a rookie he was fearless as as a vet he became a mentor and and then in his retirement he became a full-time father and a full-time husband and it's more so that uh those times were in his latest career where i was very interested because now it's uh growing up with him kind of watching him grow up and and him doing all this stuff uh being in that spotlight and still conducting himself as this you know man this how to be a human really um how to be gracious with his time and how to be a good father how to be a good husband um i'm sure ultimately how to be a good son so I, I, it's hard for me to put into words how I feel. Uh, I never really thought about putting a pen to paper about how what I felt or write any sort of speech or whatever it is. And I'm sure my co-hosts have done the same. They just wanted to speak from the heart, and I'm trying to do the same. Um, I never. Uh, luckily, I've I've never had to gone through such loss uh, with my loved ones uh, I've been extremely blessed and extremely grateful that I haven't had to go through it but for some reason this this man uh, from from LA who graced us with his um, just pure basketball talent uh, it it stung to, to, to know that he, he's no longer there to it's just it's different now right you watch any basketball game it's different knowing that kobe is gone it's different when you watch highlights anymore it's 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 different because he's so closely removed to the time that he uh was playing so we kind of still think of him as as the player and we were just 
getting to know him as as the the dad. I wish I got a chance to to see that to to kind of mimic the way that he makes his kids smile and he makes his wife smile and uh, to to bring joy to so many people. Um, yeah, I I'm not sure what more else to say than uh, thank you, Kobe. Thank you for showing us that it's okay to be extremely competitive at whatever you do, um, to never lose your cool when you are called upon at the biggest moments, and to be a mentor uh, when called upon. Those are the things that uh, we would should celebrate. We should celebrate his time as when he played uh, the, the the amount of shock and awe that we we got to watch, um, and the amount of pride that we got to see him as a as a father. Yeah. So thank you, Kobe. Rest in peace, my man.